All right, all right, all right. Praise God. I'm thankful God is in the house. I try not to speak too loud. Um, surprise in the circumstances, I'm, I'm thankful I'm here. God knew, God knows, and God's underneath it all. Um, thank you for my brother Jamie. He's been a lot to me in my life, and he's not here. He needs to be where he is this morning, but we're praying for him, praying for him and his family. I'm thankful. And uh, the mir- we already seen one miracle. They made it in their life today, and that is, that is we worship, and we praise God for that. But great things are ahead, and great things are ahead this morning. I'm thankful. Jamie and I, I tell you, we grew up together. Um, I knew him at youth camp. We met at youth camp. We used to run around together. And uh, chase the same girls together. That was back when he was younger. I won't tell no stories. He's not here to defend himself. But we grew up a lot. We grew up a lot together and under a lot of the same ministry. And God has delivered a lot from us. And not delivered, but just showed us a lot of things. And his father, Pastor Wright, was one of my mentors in life. And I was many years ago when I was, went to youth camp um, under Pastor Wright, he would preach youth camps. And, man, I couldn't wait to go. And this one year, his theme was God's got an army. And he said, you know, he's looking for people to get in his army. He's looking to get people enlisted. And um, he was sharing a message, and he was having an altar call And uh, during this one session. And, and as he was giving an altar call, I felt like I needed to go. And uh, I, had, I had been saved at the time, but I was just kind of doing my own thing. And um, the Lord said, hey, you need to go up. You need to go up. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to do it. I just, you know, we've been off, I've been there. And... Um, and so as he went to close out, he said, no, 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 not yet, not yet. He said, there's somebody else still needs to come. So I knew it was me. I knew God was like, hey, you need to get up here. And I think he knew it too. Because I was sitting by me in the second row, and he's standing over here. And he said, God, still call him. And as I walk up, he said, I was waiting for you. And that changed my life. When we heed the word of God, and we, we listen to the word of God, it will change our life. But we've got to hear it, and we've got to act on it. So as I, get, get, as I get ready to get into my message this morning, I was studying about this thing. Jamie called me a while back, and I was praying about what to share because I want to encourage and inspire. And when you do that, it's the Holy Spirit speaking, not me. So what I, hear, what I have to share, share with you today, I want to be the Holy Spirit speaking to me through you guys, to you guys. I'm a little nervous this morning, so I'll do my best. I have a ministry back at home called Freedom Brothers. And when I log on, it's under Freedom Brothers Ministry. And it is a men's ministry. And Jamie's speech has spoke there several times. He does a wonderful job. And it's just a men's group that gets together and encourage men encourage one another. Average, everyday men encouraging everyday men. And there's a lot of gifted men out there. You know, you know I attend Victory uh, Church. It's a huge church. And uh, there's a lot of talented men in, in, in the church, and sometimes they don't get the chance to speak or get a chance to share. So I have a little mystery that God can use them when we come together, just encouraging other men. So that's kind of what it's about. Jamie's done a wonderful job when he's flown down to speak at the church in Olton and speak at the men's group. Last time he spoke there was, uh, I believe, in February. And uh, freezing cold weather. And... Uh, I had a men's breakfast planned, and man, I was like, man, Jamie, I don't know if anybody's going to come, but I said, we're not going to cancel. We're just going to trust God. And I said, we'll see who shows up. Forty guys showed up in freezing cold weather to hear Jamie's speech, to me speak. 
And man, God helped. That was a wonderful time. So God, I'm thankful for what Jesus has done in my life. I've got a wonderful, wonderful family back at home. Charlie and two girls, Jenna and Madison. My oldest is 15. She just got her driver's permit. Lord have mercy. She's been asking me to drive my truck, but I haven't gave in yet. She can drive Mama's car. Uh, so, but I haven't got to her to let her drive my truck yet. So, um, probably when I go back home, that's all I'm gonna hear. Let me drive your truck, Dad. Let me drive your truck. So. Anyway, all right, so let's get into the word today. I trust this encourages you and helps you. Jesus, we thank you today for, for being here. We thank you for the worship. We thank you for how you bless the worship team. I pray that you anoint the word in Jesus' name that will get in our hearts, oh God, that encourages us and lift us up. And we thank you for being here in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so I want to start this morning in Exodus 14. And in verse 3. Now, I'm going to, read, I'm going to start with the amplified version because I kind of like that. Kind of like the, as I got up this morning, I read it through the Amplified Version, so I'm going to start there. It's about the Israelites. So here we go, verse 3. For Pharaoh will say of the Israelites, there are one, they are wandering aimlessly in the land. The wilderness has shut them in. I'll jump, jump down to verse 9. How many has felt shut in? How many has wandered aimlessly around? You're lost. You know what to do. Then the Egyptians, as they were doing that, the, the Egyptians chased them with all the horses and war chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen, and his army. And they overtook them as they camped by the sea beside Piharath, these names really get me, and in front of Baal Zephon. As Pharaoh approached the Israelites, they, as Pharaoh approached, the Israelites looked up and saw the Egyptians marching after them. And they were very frightened, scared. So the Israelites cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, It is because there are no others, is it because there are no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? Already going. They're, they're, already, they're already dead. I mean, here comes the Egyptians, they're already throwing themselves under the bus already. I mean, come on. What is this that you have done to us to bring us out of Egypt? Did we not say to you, leave us in Egypt? Can you believe that? Did you know the Israelites are like, hey, no, we don't want to go. We want to stay slaves. Because they were comfortable, I guess. Leave us alone. Let us serve the Egyptians. Let us serve the enemy. For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians as slaves than to die in the wilderness. They're not dead. They're still talking. Then Moses said to people, don't be afraid. Take your stand. Be firm, confident, and undismayed. And see the salvation of the Lord which he will accomplish for you today. For those Egyptians you have seen today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. The Lord will fight for you while you only need to keep silent and remain calm. Remain calm. At that point, it was past all that. <laughs> but here's the thing. How many have been in situations where you have no options left? Nothing left. Nowhere to go. Nowhere to turn. And you're like, what's going on? Listen, the Lord brought the Israelites to a situation where they were boxed in. There was mountains on the right, and there was a Red Sea in front of them. They had nowhere to go, and they didn't know what to do. No options left. See, when we have options, we're in control, and we like that. But if we lose our options and give it to Jesus, then who's in control? God's in control. And then, if God is in control, victory is the outcome. So here we are. 
Here's the Israelites. They're crying out. What is going on? They're blaming Moses. They're crying out. They're, 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 not, even, they're not even dead. They're just, they're, they think they're going to die. And fear kicks in. And when fear kicked in, they wanted to go back to where they came from. Listen, fear takes you back. You don't want to go back. There's nothing to go back to. That's where the enemy wants you to go. He wants you to kill. He wants to seek, kill, and destroy and take you back. How could it ever be good to go back where you came from? Yeah, go back to that relationship. Go back to that where I used to live. Go back to that, that addic addiction I was. Why? Because it was comfortable. Well, sometimes we got to get faith, and it makes us uncomfortable. The fear, maybe fear sets, sets in, and we're comfortable just doing that. But listen, so here they are. They're, they're, they're boxed in. They don't know what to do, and they begin to cry out to Moses. Moses, what to do? What's going on? And then Moses says all this stuff, and then he turns to Jesus. He said, what to do? And what did Jesus say? Why are you crying to me? Why are you whining about this? I've brought you this far. You know what to do. And what they say? Move forward. Move forward. Listen, they was like, what? The Red Sea's there. We can't go for it. He said, move forward. Move by faith. Move forward. So listen, it wasn't land ho. We see all this land. We see right there we're going to go. They didn't see nothing but the Red Sea. And God said, move forward. Sometimes we have to move forward into our opposition before God will deliver us. We have to face our opposition before God will deliver us. Why? Because he said, move forward. As soon as they hit the opposition, which is the Red Sea, it parted. And they went across on, on, on dry land. Now listen, here we go. We're, we, we have no options left. We, we went to the doctor, and there's, and there's, there's nothing they can do. And, and we, we, we've exhausted all our finances. And we've called our friends and called our brothers and sisters. There's nothing left to do but to trust God. Listen, he should be our one and only option in life is to trust God. When we have no options left, that becomes an opportunity. And an opportunity is, an, is, 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 is circumstances that I believe are set up for a great miracle for God. God loves opportunities to come through. Here's an opportunity for God to say, I'm going to get rid of your enemy. He said, get out there, cross that Red Sea, and in the middle of it, I'm going to swallow up the enemy. That's what happened. They got it in the middle of their opposition, and God took their opposition, took when they read options, and destroyed the enemy. Sometimes we're too scared to face it because we're controlled by fear. The Bible says he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power and a sound mind. When we're operating in fear, we don't have a sound mind. We have no power. The enemy's got the power when we're operating in fear. Now, listen, there's good fear and bad fear. I understand that. When I, was reading, when I was researching this, Esther was afraid to do what she did. She was scared. But she did it because it motivated her. But fear that takes you back or fear that paralyzes you is not of God. Fear, dev, the devil is the author of fear, but God is the author in, of our faith and the finisher of our faith. The finishing part on fear was God's going to take, the devil take you back and try to destroy you and kill you. Nobody wants to go back. We got to keep moving forward as hard as it is sometimes. And we may not see the answers. We may not see what's at the other side, but we have to move forward. Why? Because God said, move forward. You know what to do. Why are you crying to me? I've told you what to do. The word of God says, move forward. And sometimes we look, maybe sometimes we'll look silly. 
walking by faith. Maybe we stand out. And, 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 and maybe there's a situation where I'll look funny. I'll, I'll, I'll look silly. It doesn't matter. Move forward. Because God will meet you where you need to meet. Sometimes if we move in our opposition, we'll gain our healing. Sometimes we face our opposition, we'll gain our deliverance. The Israelites did, but not until they faced the opposition. When there's no options left on the table, that's when we turn to Jesus. You know, when my, when my daughters, one of my daughters had to go to a, a deal at church, at their school, like a prom thing, it was pre-prom. She's only 15 and she got invited to prom. I'm like, holy, let's not do this every year, you know. Because options for dresses is not cheap. So my wife took my daughter to shop to these dresses. Brought this one home, brought that one home, checked on this one. I was like, uh, we're just picking one, right? Because we'll probably never wear this again. So we don't want to spend too much money, but we love options because we feel like we're in control. And, uh, but sometimes we run out. We run out of options. Now listen, God took them and put them in a corner. He did it not to them. He did it for them. Okay, God doesn't stuff do... God doesn't do stuff to us. He does it for us, okay? When we're out of options, he might like, yeah, this, this is where I want you. This is where I need you to be so, you can, so I can show you who I am for you, show you that I'm going to come through for you, show you that I'm going to meet you on the other side. I'm going to give you deliverance. I'm going to give you healing. The victory is yours. Trust God. Believe. Have faith. Faith moves you forward. Fear moves you back. You don't want to lose ground when you're trusting when you're moving forward with God. You know, when we're paralyzed in, in, in a hospital, and we're in there like, man, come on, come on, come on, and we're, we're, we're praying over him, and, and we want just to move something, we want to move something, and, and we see him move a foot, and we move a hand, and we're cheering. Yes, they move something. What does God do when you move in faith? Just faith is a mustard seed. Come on, come on, come on. Give me a little step. Give me a little step here, and they move forward. And God's like, yes, you're coming. You're coming my direction. That's what he wants. Move towards God. Move forward. I mean, sometimes when I was thinking about this message, you know, and, and I have a business, and there's times we're stressful. Um, the biggest pressure I have in my life is payroll. I'm going to be, be upfront with you about it. Payroll is my biggest expense. I pay my guys that work for me. But I trust God, but I get up every morning and move forward whether the phone rings or not whether there's money in the account or not I trust God because it's my job to believe in God and move forward I know what I'm called to do it's move forward with Jesus and let him figure out the answers let him put it all back on him because that's what he wants it was the Israelites job to move forward to the Red Sea so they could get through and God could swallow up the enemy how many wants to get rid of your enemy come on move forward Leave them in the dust. Leave them behind you. Praise God. This is good stuff right here. I'm preaching to myself up here. So I have it. So sometimes in business, the weeks would go by, and I'm like, my wife would be like, hey, we've got to make pay payroll this week. My wife don't tell me a whole lot of stuff about the finances because I just get real stressful, real stressed about it. But, you know, there's times when we get stressed out, and we don't know what to do, and, and we're just kind of wringing our hands, and, and we're just kind of pacing back and forth, pacing back and forth, and, and we're like, man, God, what are we going to do? You? And God's like this, hey, I see you. I see you. I'm right here. Slow down. I'm right here. I see the opposition. I see what you're going on. I'm right here. Just stop. Ask for your help. I got this covered. I got this. It, can, it saves us so much when we just learn just to, just to stop and trust God and rest and be at peace. 
Because faith gives you peace. Faith gives you the, the sound mind to make good decisions. Fear doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. Faith moves us forward. Fear will move us back. You know, when I was thinking about some other issues in the Bible about, about faith, you know, you, you take the brothers, who I love this passage in the Bible, and um, when, when, they, when the buddies, when the, the guys came in Mark, where they came to pick up the sick guy off the bed, and they picked him up, and they were going to carry him to the house where Jesus was. Well, when they got there, they couldn't get in. Now, why wouldn't you think these boys, they, they wouldn't let this sick guy in to meet Jesus? Now, they knew Jesus could heal him, but they weren't going to let him in. So did they stop him? Did they, did they, would they let opposition stop him? No, they did not. They got on top of the roof, tore it off, crazy as it was, and dropped the man down in front. In the middle of the opposition, Jesus healed him. He said that's what he, that he wanted to show him that, hey, listen, sometimes you've got to step out and do something out of the ordinary in order to get God's attention. Sometimes you just got to rip off the roof and as funny as it looks and get God's attention. And you receive what you're looking for. What are we made of? What are we made of? Marshmallows or are we made of the rock? Are we solid? I just asked a question. So, I mean, and, 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 and he received the healing. So sometimes we just got to, we got to just move forward in faith. As funny as it looks, you know, Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, here they are worshiping God. Here they are doing what they're supposed to do. And they make this rule to where if they got to bow down to the statue. And these three guys said, we're not doing it. That's not an option for us. We're, we're not going to do that. Now listen, they knew that they were going to be killed. They were told. They gave them a couple of cops options. Do it again. They did it a couple of times over and over to see if they would do it. They never did it. So here they go. They're going to go to the fire. And they know that. They got to the fire, and when they got into the middle of the opposition, middle of the fire, who was there? God met him in the middle. The fourth man of the fire, which I think Jamie Rice preached that message. Am I right? Shout out to Jamie. Good message. Listen, in the middle of the opposition, in the middle of what could have killed them, God saved them. So listen, we have to move towards our opposition. Face it by faith. If all we could do is stand, then just stand. But don't retreat. Don't go back. There's nothing back there but death. Who wants to worship the enemy? Who wants to be a slave to the enemy? I want to be free and I'll be worship Jesus. That who has God called us to be, has called you to be, is to be free and worship God. Move, faith, move from forward in faith. You know what to do. The Bible says, you know what to do. Don't cry to me. Move forward. Maybe somebody's been an issue today that's, hey, I don't know what to do. Well, I'll just say, move forward. The Bible said that. It worked for them. It'll work for you. Same God that delivered the Israelites will deliver you today, tomorrow, and the next day. Keep moving forward. God is on your side. God will not let you down. I'm thankful. You know, so, you know, there's just a lot of examples in the Bible of how God took circumstances, took people that had nothing left, and delivered them. You know, Samson was at the bottom. You know, he, he did a lot when he was alive. He, he killed a lot of um, Philistines had to make sure that right because I was saying Palestinians a while. But when he was alive, and he, he, had, he, he, would, he would go around and he would, he would take care of the enemy. He was created for that, to take care. He was created as a judge, really. 
He talked about one of the judges. And so during his, during his time, he, he, he did a lot, got rid of a lot of Philistines. So towards the end of his life, you know what happened to him? They got out of his eyes. He had nothing left. He was in the bottom of the dungeon. And he had nothing left. And he's down there walking in, walking around in a circle. And he didn't know what to do, just going in circles. And an opportunity came to where they were going to bring him up and make fun of him in front of all these people. And so when he got up there, he asked that lad, he said, put me against the pillars. Now, what do you think that kid was thinking? I'm getting out of here. I know what's going to happen here. So he had no options left. He had, he, had, he had nothing. He had nothing. He couldn't see. He couldn't do nothing. And he said, Lord, remember me one more time. He killed more people in his last days than he ever did when he, had, when he was walking around, when he had all kinds of options. More in the last of his days. So sometimes we may have a greater victory moving forward with Jesus and in the middle of our opposition than we will standing on the, on the shore waiting for the sea to part. Maybe we're waiting for, to see something. Faith is believing. It's not seeing, it's believing. Faith, you move forward in belief. Fear, you move back in unbelief. Fear is unbelief. We must believe and move forward. And I've seen it in my own life. If I would not have moved forward out of my seat to the altar, I wouldn't be here today. I believe that. I moved forward by faith. God was saying, move forward. Listen, it made me look funny because here we are. I should have went the first time. But God said, no, I want to hold it up and wait for you because you need to be up here. And God did that, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful. I'm thankful that fear, that God has given us the ability to conquer fear, and that fear is, is, is something that we, we, can, we can overcome. And we fear something that is out there, but we can overcome. I don't want to go back to 2020. I don't want to talk about that, but I don't want to go back to all that. Who wants to go back? Nobody. I want to move forward. I want to learn from what I did back then to keep moving forward. I want Jesus to teach me what, what did I, can I do that's not going to get me to go back to where I came from. So I'm thankful today that God is working. You know, in, in 2 Corinthians, I'm going to read this. Talked about... It talked about 2 Corinthians 1. Let me get it right quick. So, in 1, 2 Corinthians 1, 8 through 10, it says, Brothers and sisters, you need to know about the severe, severe trials we experienced while we were in western Turkey. All of the hardships we passed through crushed us beyond our ability, crushed them beyond their ability to endure, and we're so completely overwhelmed that we were about to give up entirely. How many do, do, do we get into the point where we're going to give up, give in to the enemy instead of saying, hey, God, I need help here. You need to deliver me from this. I need help in this situation. We want to give up because the enemy wants you to give up, wants you to give up and go back, throw in the towel. I can't do this. You're right, you can't do it. You can't do it by yourself, but God can do it with you. God can help you. And verse 9 says, it felt like we had a death sentence written upon our hearts. And we still feel it to this day. It has taught us to lose all faith in ourselves. We can't do it ourselves. There's no reason to have faith in ourselves. Have faith in God. Have faith in the word of God. Listen, if we need to review what God did for us to get us to move forward, then that's what we need to do. 
If we need to call up somebody on the phone and say, hey, like I call Jamie all the time, hey, I need help in this situation. What about this? What about that? You need to do that. We need each other. We need to encourage one another. We need to build each other up. We need to believe in each other. That God helped this person, he can help you. If God helped me, he can help you. We're not called to walk this thing alone. I don't believe that. We're called to walk it together. We're called to hold, hold, hold each other's arms up in faith. Listen, that guy that was sick and he couldn't get himself to Jesus, his buddies came around, picked him up, and took him to Jesus. Sometimes we have to pick each other up literally and say, you're going to church. You're, you're going to go see the pastor. Or I'm going to pray for you. I'm coming to your house. I'm going to knock on your door. Pop in. Maybe we need to pop in once in a while on people and encourage them. We don't know where anybody's at. Maybe just a little simple smile in a grocery store. We've heard that before. Simple as that is, and many times as that's been said, it needs to be done. It's just the way it is. God, God works that way. So let me continue. It felt like we had a death sentence written upon our hearts. And we feel still, still feel to this day it has taught us to lose all faith in ourselves and to place all our trust in God who raises the dead. He has rescued us from terrifying encounters with death, and now we fasten our hopes on him to continue to deliver us from death yet again. We fasten our hopes on Jesus Christ, and he'll keep moving us forward. He will come through for you when you think there's no options. Some people say, man, this is so bad. Well, God can help me. God's like, yeah, that's right. I am here to help you. That should be the best. I'm your only option at this point, the best option to deliver you. To deliver you from what God has brought you through. Faith helps us to move forward. Helps us to keep our mind on things. Listen, you know, I say that God doesn't, stuff, doesn't do stuff to you. He does for you. But when we're operating in fear, it looks like he's doing it against us. It looks like God doesn't like me. What I do wrong. What I do deserve to do this judgment. Faith says, you know what? I'm going to keep moving forward. I know what? God's going to have something come out of this that's going to be wonderful. I know that there's a miracle around the corner. Why? Because there's opportunities. There's opportunity left for Jesus to come through for anybody out there that trusts God. There's opportunity for anybody to, to, for God to have opportunity to do a miracle in your life. And I'm expecting miracles today. And I'm going to expect miracles this week. Why? Because an opportunity has been given to Jesus for miracles. And I want to encourage everybody that as we pray, this week, I, I, I was here a couple years ago, and I shared a story about how redwood trees grow, how they lock their roots together, and it makes them stronger. I would encourage everybody to lock your faith together this week. Pray together for Jamie's family for a miracle, and he will grow stronger. As you, as you text him this week, just text prayers and encouragement. Updates will come as needed. We don't need to ask what's going on. He will update as needed. But opportunities is there for a miracle. Expect, believe, and they will happen. Go ahead, friend. Frank. So, anyway, I just want to encourage you guys today that God is on your side. You may feel like boxed in. You may have feel like, hey, you know what? I have nothing left. I don't know which way direction to go. I don't know what options I have left on the table. You're right. You may have no options left. But what you do have is Jesus Christ. And he's the best option you will ever have to get through situations in your life. If you don't ask, he won't direct you. He's not going to force anything on you. He's not going to do it. But he may put you in a situation where he can 
show himself strong to you put you in a situation where your enemy will be gone forever like it was for the Israelites now obviously they continued issues on the other side of the Red Sea but the point is God got him to a situation use it for his glory and delivered the enemy sometimes guys we have to face the opposition head-on whatever it is it may be scary it may be bigger than us we may be able to see the end of it we may be able to see through it we may be able to see around it but it does not matter God can see around it through it and over it we just have to trust and what did God say move forward in your faith your faith will move you forward fear will move you back church I want to move forward and I want to see grace life move forward and I see great things for grace life why because I believe in the man that God has put here to shepherd his sheep he's the man of God in the place I'm thankful and honored to be here today in a position that I do not take lightly God knew what was going to happen today I did not let me just read something I'm thankful to call you brother and friend. There aren't many who I can get through this. Who has been a friend to me like you? I am humbled by your love for me and my family. Your passion for God and his church has, has always fired me up. The bond Jesus has given us is special and I cherish it. It will only grow stronger as we grow older. The journey has been sweet as we both endeavored to put Jesus first to follow him to reach the Father's will. The Lord sure has brought us a long way and we look at what he has done for you recently. Another step forward in your destiny and purpose. What a privilege to be ordained into a gospel ministry, a call to spread the good news of Jesus. It's with great excitement and joy I congratulate you on being ordained. One of the fivefold ministries offices, Pastor Jonathan Dupuy, I pray that for you, Charlene, and the girls to have continued prosperity and favor. May everything your hands touch prosper. May you be, be blessed in the city, in the country, and you're going and coming out. I, I, I leave you with the words of Jesus, our Lord, our Lord, from Mark 16. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe in my name. You will cast out demons. You will speak to new, with new tongues. You will take up serpents. And if you drink anything deadly, it will be by no means hurt you. You will lay hands on sick and they will recover. I love you, brother. Pastor Jamie, you're right. He wrote that four years ago. And I'm thankful for him. And I'm thankful that I can step in and have his back. This is an opportunity that I know God had ordained for me to be here I'm not talking about the accent please don't don't misunderstand me I'm by that no means God's gonna work it out like I said but I'm thankful that I, I, I pressed to come it was a rough week to get here this week business-wise and stuff like that I began to question if I needed to but I pressed in and that's what we need to do when you press in you'll receive the victory you want the victory you got to go after it you want the victory you got to go forward your faith should push you forward you know there's a there's a story that I heard and and, and I'm, I'm, I'm I like sports and I like to watch boxing and years ago there was a fight between Mike Tyson and Buster Douglas and during this fight I don't know if you've ever seen it but it doesn't matter during this fight 
Before the fight, Buster Douglas' mother said, my son's going to beat Mike Tyson. And during this fight, and the mother died two days before the fight. Buster, Buster Douglas' mother's father, mother's mother died before the fight. Well, Buster Douglas could have not fought, but he, he chose the fight. During the fight, Mike Tyson was really pounding. And he knocked him down. And he, as, he, as Buster Douglas began to get up, the, the, the guy was going, three, two, one. And before he could do this, the bell went off. He was saved. Buster Douglas was saved by the bell. Okay, so here we are. Buster Douglas had just been, been knocked out, got back up. He goes to his corner. Now, what do you think is going to happen? Mike Tyson is going to come out and unload on this guy. And it's over with. You know it's over with. You know when the enemy's got you back up, the, up against the ropes, he's like, that's it. I got this guy. He's going down. But what did Bu but Buster goes, came out with everything he had. He fought back and beat him. And they asked him at the end of the fight, what the heck happened? He said, it's because his why. Why did you? He said, my mother said I could. And he believed. So my thing is this. The why moved him to fight back. Sometimes our faith causes us to fight back. Faith should not make us lay down and let the enemy run over us. Faith should get us back up to fight back and get the victory. The victory is ours, says the Lord. It's ours. And we have to move forward to it, to go after it. The finish line doesn't come to us, guys. We go towards the finish line. We have to keep our eyes ahead. Keep our eyes moving forward. We looking back, we're losing, we're losing track. We're going backwards. So if you all want to stand with me this morning, as we begin to go into a moment of worship, I just want to encourage you guys today that God doesn't, stuff, doesn't do stuff to us. He does stuff for us. And if we're walking by faith, you will see that that's the truth. Fear blurs our vision. Fear slows us down and gives us decisions we can't make with a sound mind. But faith doesn't always make it clear, but it keeps it moving forward. Because faith is belief and fear is unbelief. So, as we close out, I'll have a word of prayer. And we'll go into a minute of worship. If anybody needs prayer for anything, you're not feeling well today, discouraged in any way, maybe you're up against something, you need prayer, need some encouragement. I'll be happy to pray with you, or anybody, for that matter, be prayed with you today. Jesus, we thank you today, oh God, for being in the house. We thank you, oh God, for being here today, for the word that went forth. I pray you encourage the people in Jesus' name. I pray the Lord, they'll keep moving forward and have faith, that they will not be in fear and be in unbelief, but move forward in faith in Jesus Christ. I pray you encourage and lift up, touch their bodies today in Jesus' name. Oh God, I pray you just touch them from head from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. We pray for Jamie and his family today in Jesus' name. Thank you that miracles are coming. It's opportunities for you to perform miracles in their lives. Lord, we thank you today for everything you've done. Thank you today that the sun is up and we're breathing because we have breath in our lungs. There's always hope for us. We thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Lord.